Lonely Mans, we're back. The most inconsistent podcast of all time. Nah, inconsistent? We just had a hiatus, man. It's definitely not the most inconsistent. Po- 99% of podcasts have two episodes and no one ever does them again. So True. We're consistently inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah, we just had a little hiatus. and now Just like a three or four week hiatus. Yeah. Well, we brought in the new year in Austin, Texas. We were out of the state. A lot of shit went down, bro. Actually, yeah, we've we've been struggling with a lot of things. Some we'll talk about, some we won't. Yeah, uh, this is the beginning dream. of the podcast. Let me just put this out there that I started a Patreon last night. Nice. And uh, patreon.com slash lonelymans. I'm going to talk heavy on the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, if you want the real, raw, uncut Paul Cyphers, subscribe to the Patreon. Oh, are we recording separate stuff for the Patreon? Because I'll drop some knowledge on the Patreon. Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty much only going to talk on the Patreon because I don't want to get myself in trouble. Well, <laughs> if we want, we could do another one after this. We could do a second hour and get real spicy, or we could do it sometime this week. I'm down for whatever you guys decide. I'm down for the spicy Patreon later on. Or oh, yeah. whatever, dude. You know what? I'll be spicy right now. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, talk about it. No, man. I did have a dream, though, that we moved to Austin, Texas, and when we did... We took a loudspeaker, like one of those little, uh, just a microphone and a speaker. Yeah. Uh, we, we did the R dash, the Reddit thing, the roast it, but we just roasted people. Like people want to be roasted in person. So anyone at Zucker Park, we just roasted them. And, and that's all we did for like a whole day. We just hung out at the park and we just put the R Reddit sign up that yeah. said like, stand on this platform and we'll roast you. And then people <laughs> just wanted to be roasted and they'd come up there and then we would just talk shit and roast them. That's fun, huh? I feel it's, like we could actually do that. No, yeah. I and I, bro, I that's all I've been thinking about. I was like, the first thing I'm doing in Austin is going to Zucker Park on a Saturday and just roasting the shit out of people. That would be fucking <laughs> hilarious. Dude, you should set it up where the people paddleboard by, so when they fall, you can roast them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, possibilities are endless. But I thought about it. People love being roasted. People love other people talking about that. I love yeah. being roasted. Yeah, yeah true. I'm just like, I think it'd be fucking hilarious. All we do when we went there, we went to the park, looked at people and talked shit. And I thought to myself, what if we just had a microphone? People want shit talked about them. People want people to talk about them. So get that R Reddit sign up. Have people stand on a platform and we just roast them. I yeah. like talking shit. Yeah, talk some shit. I'm a big shit talk. I'm a big fan of shit talking lately. I you know, know what I like doing is you find someone in public who's like one of the most taboo type, like something about their situation is very taboo to talk shit about them. And if I'm with like Jesse or you, I always will be like, well, I'm definitely going to try to say something funny about it. like whether they're just like a super homeless person, just like something where like you really shouldn't be making fun of them just morally. It's fucked up. Yeah. And uh, I'll just be like, well, I got to crack one on this because that's just like it's the bigger risk. It's the bigger joke. Is so. it bigger though? I feel like that's easy to do. Like, yeah, maybe you're right. But one thing, but like roasting like a super hot girl where most people would be like scared to talk to them, and you're mm. just like, yeah, but your voice makes me want to like Fran Drescher you or some shit. I don't know. I just think <laughs> that's a lot bigger of a risk and a lot funnier because anyone people don't care about homeless people and people probably make fun of them all the time. But how yeah. many hot girls get roasted? Yeah, you're right. Time? I don't know. I just I think it's a little bit different. That's true. I just like, uh, feel, I guess, feeling superior to people. So maybe that's a, that's a me thing, I guess. <laughs> if you start feeling superior towards higher people, that makes you feel even more superior. Hell yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Just like put up a green a screen girls background. girls in Austin, so. We should put yeah. up a green screen background because then we can edit it and like put like images behind them and shit too. I have a green screen somewhere. Yeah. yeah have box. you opened that yet? No, I haven't even opened it. 
because I didn't get it because I haven't gotten a camera yet and I need to, I wanted to get a camera. Yeah. So that. please subscribe to patreon.com slash lonely man. So we can buy a camera and uh, upgrade the podcast. Yeah. Upgrade it. I mean, honestly, then I was like, if it wasn't so cold and fucking Worcester, we could do that here. Yeah. It's so fucking cold out here. It's, it's cold, cold today. The, well, the sun is shining. That's the fucked up part is it looks like it's warm, but it's not. No, I just went outside. It's like 25 degrees. Uh, I think my eczema just like exploded all over my face as soon as the wind touched me. I almost door dashed a coffee. That's, that's from... a very Jesse move, exploding all over your face as soon as someone touches you. Yeah, <laughs> very on brand. Touch, I explode. Oh, oh. <laughs> I almost door dashed a coffee from Dunkin' Donuts because it was so cold outside. I didn't want to go to my car. I thought about it. <laughs> what do you, how did you get the coffee? I just got into my car and drove down there and got it. But I was just thinking, I didn't want to get out of bed. like $15 by doing that. I didn't want to get out of bed. And I was like, I wonder if I'll just DoorDash. I'll just DoorDash two large coffees and I'll drink one later. <laughs> Dang. I don't even use DoorDash. I should probably start. What's the other Nah, one? it's whack. You pay so much money. No, just, yeah, just get out of the house. Go do something. I feel weird going to pick up food. Is that like a... No, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's uh, sometimes I use the, the Coronis as an excuse because like i don't know it's easier to just sit in your room and have people deliver a burrito to you sometimes i get yeah. I, sometimes i do like a burrito and a bowl and i put the bowl in my fridge and eat it the next day <laughs> Shit. i like just, getting out of the house like i don't mind just walking into a place with a mask on they have masks on i have a mask on there's like plexiglass in between us i grab my food and go yeah that's true as long as you're not hanging anywhere i think that's like a big thing about it it's just because i haven't gotten it and i go in and out of apartments a lot of times mm. but i'm only in there for like two minutes and out so it's like yeah. yeah i i honestly yeah i think that having an excuse to go outside because i'm like there's very few reasons i have to go outside now if it's not for food like why am i leaving the house yeah there's like no other reasons to leave the house i don't dude living in a warm place during covid is definitely the move because at least you can sit in your fucking backyard just mm. chill and you can go do outdoor shit which i think is very important like yeah like, mother, like, even if it's just going to hang out at a park or going to play some ball or being able to fucking paddleboard or go do some shit, man. I think that's the thing that, like, the coronavirus thing that people aren't realizing is, like, being locked up inside is really fucked with some people. Like, people are, like, dying and shit. Like, they say, um, studies show that loneliness is, like, is, is, like, more deadly than the disease itself. Like, the loneliness after, like, in terms of just the numbers, you look at suicide rates going up, you look mm-hmm. at, like, like a, bu- like a pandemic, like um, opioid abuse and stuff like that going up. Like, everything, because what else the fuck are you doing? It's, like, it's a, it's a weird mental space that you get in when you feel like there's no reason to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the Lonely Man's boys went down to Austin Tejas for a week. Hell yeah, we did. And real uh, fucking tacos. Some people did not approve. Some people, one person sent Jesse a message, did not approve. Someone, <laughs> someone was talking some shit. Somebody was, you know. Yeah, uh, someone's girlfriend who is known to be a hater. Yeah. Uh, a possible fan of the show. Thank you. Subscribe to patreon.com slash haters. We support haters. We need more of haters. We're trying to get more. I mean, but she said, she said we're idiots. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not, she's not wrong. So I don't know if she's that is, if that's all she said, that she is correct. I am an idiot. Objectively. (laughs) I am an idiot. So we are idiots. I don't think going to Austin uh, is the reason. Yeah. Well, here's the part. The crazy part is on the trip to Austin, we associated with, more people in our one trip to walmart than we did on the whole trip there and back yeah yeah 
what did we do that was any different in terms of like that would have gave us more exposure that we don't do here on a regular basis? So it was probably just one night of all the nights. I think we played it like ridiculously safe every single night except for one, which is like, I mean, it's not ideal, but it's also like that's pretty good if you spend a week in a fucking different state yeah. city. You know what I mean? There was probably one night where we went inside a couple places and hung out with like, you know what I mean? Literally one. So well, that I part I get about being in a city, but also that city had different laws that allowed for that one. But more importantly, the actual part of getting from here to Austin, like that part, it's like if we would have took a flight to Austin, would it have been different? It probably would have been even more unsafe. I think most people would yeah, say... Yeah, if they were in an airport or in a plane with a bunch of people in that confined space for that amount of time, like... Apparently, I mean, this could be wrong, but I read that, like, because planes, they circulate or vent whatever they do with the air, it's not quite as bad as you'd think, but... Yeah. Um, I think people I think... just concerned because, like, Texas in general has, like, tons of cases, so we were just, like, driving to one of the, you know what I mean? But, but I don't give a fuck. tons of cases. Like, what are we yeah, doing? Exactly, like, yeah, exactly. I don't yeah. know. I flew twice during this. I went to uh, Alaska over the summer last summer, and then I went to Colorado. Flying was fine. Honestly, everyone wears masks. They fucking sanitize everything like fucking crazy. Mm. If any one person coughs... Like, they just throw them off the fucking plane. Doesn't matter yeah. if it's mid-flight. Like, if you cough on a flight now, like, they just find you. And they just they just fucking risk stopping this whole motherfucker. They just let your ass out. <laughs> they just turn it around. Bro, they give you a fucking parachute and cross your fingers. Like, good <laughs> luck. They don't care. Like, yeah. you can't. I thought about coughing one time, and then I saw one guy. And they just fucking put him in a little box. Like, seven guys just beat him up. I don't know why they beat him up, but they just they zipped him up. And he just did the rest of the trip in a little fucking coffin <laughs> yeah. case. So, uh, well, yeah. Austin was nice because people are just living their lives down there. Uh, it is a very like liberal, progressive city, and they do believe that coronavirus is real. So a lot of people were masked up everywhere we went. And it's the restaurants are still doing like nearly the same thing that they're doing here. I mean, I'm sure that's probably more capacity or something, but they they yeah. they're still doing a lot of the things we're doing here. But they're definitely yeah. You not, have to wear uh, the mask into the restaurant until you're seated, and then you can take it off because coronavirus doesn't spread when you're sitting down in yeah. a building. Well, and I mean, I think the biggest difference is here that in mass coronavirus only comes out at nine thirty. You know, that's why oh, we have true. the curfew. Yeah. So at yeah. nine thirty p.m. If you're, as long as you're inside before then, it won't get you, but it's fucking like Jeepers Creepers. It only comes out like Michael Myers at night to get you. Yeah, but hanging out a place after 9.30 was such a treat. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm like, what the fucking... I'm like, what's the difference between sitting at a restaurant um, at 9.30 versus 10.30? Like, yeah. what, is, what is the difference? But Did, apparently it's a big difference. Hell, we were out until 2 a.m. sometimes. Yeah, I forgot uh, that even a curfew existed here because if I'm not literally since I haven't been doing stand up, I literally I'm such a loser. I would not even be out past 930, especially at like a place. I literally have never even run into the issue where I was like, oh, I have to leave this place because 930 the entire time I've been yeah. here, Matt. So I, I forgot that's even a thing right now. Yeah, we've only encountered that at like the cigar bar. If we go to that once in a while. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when they have the curfew out. Yeah, at nine o'clock, they're like 30 minutes, last call, yeah, 15 got, minutes to go. <laughs> like, they're like, get the fuck out. Bro, I got kicked out of curfew out of uh, five guys. They're like, yo, it's 9 30, bitch, I got a dip. 
Get the fuck out. I was like, where are those five guys? They're like, not anymore, dog. You're get the fuck out. <laughs> they didn't care. We need <laughs> zero guys in the restaurant. <laughs> you don't get it, dog. Get the fuck. Yeah, it's real. So I think that's been interesting. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm excited to go to a place where the sun is shining. Mm. But more importantly, tacos. Yeah, and dude. Tacos are the real deal down I there. I, I just, I, what the lack of taco game in mass is astounding to me. Why the fuck are there no good taco joints? Not yeah, the know. only place you can get good tacos, they're more like expensive and like restauranty. They're like mm-hmm. the nicer. Yeah, it's like El Patron. You have to go like, like sit down. What? Yeah. yeah, isn't that the only pretty decent Mexican food spot here? Yeah. I know there's a couple, but the other ones like Mezcal? Mm, that's not yeah. real Mexican. Mexicali is pretty good. Mexicali? Where the fuck is Mexicali? Uh, I don't think you like Mexicali. It's the place on Shrewsbury Street, yeah, but they the got place, a bunch of locations. That's the place that fucks up my order and fucks up my food every time I go. Yeah, that's not that ain't all it. of my favorite places. Fuck up your order every time, like the uh-huh. fix Mexicali. <laughs> that's oh the fix. Fuck the fix. I can't. I'm over the fix. <laughs> fuck that place. I'm not going back to the fix, bro. I had some taco game, and some some Terry Austin's BB, some Austin BBQ, and I'm like. That's all mm-hmm. I want now. I just want to get some fucking ribs and some greens and shit. I'm out here trying to find some, some brisket. All we got here is some pizza. That's like all you can find here is pizza. Yeah. Yeah, we got yeah, one no. pizza in Austin and like that was a weird move. But Wait, it was we vegan did. Vegan saw. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, we did. Did I eat pizza? Yeah. Dude, maybe that's the fucking guy. Yeah, I think Eric they fucked up your order actually. <laughs> they didn't put yeah, jalapenos yeah, on they, it. They, you got your order fucked yeah. up like ten times. Right, <laughs> you know, I don't even order. I don't know why I, I, I even tell people what I want anymore. At some point, I'm just give me whatever you're gonna give me at this point. <laughs> yeah, you don't really do like class. you don't really do crazy orders either, which is like usually the people I'm with when they fuck up their order, they're so particular. They're like, I don't want this, I want this, I don't want this. But like, yeah. you'll just like order the shit off the menu, and they still fuck it up somehow. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, that trip was weird. I don't know. Maybe they were trying to send me a message, but it didn't work. Yeah. I think the fan. best tacos we had were just off the street, off that uh, that cart. Oh, that taco cart? Yeah, big fan of the street taco cart. I love the carts in general. That you can get food. It's kind of like, I don't know anywhere else besides like New York City where at 2 a.m. I mean, I'm sure there's a couple other cities, but there's just like a food cart and you're just walking by it. And you're like, you know what? I will have some fucking falafel right now at 2.30 a.m. If you want to make a fucking killing, get a spot in a populated city that provides late night food. Like, honestly... Yeah. This dude, when I was in college, the Euro College stand, City dude, for sure, yeah. Yeah, like it was just like there was like the going out time and all the kids would be fucking wild. The Euro stand dude would make a fucking killer. Like yeah. he'd make a couple grand a night just selling fucking Euros. Like that's, that's a good idea if I knew anything about making food. If I knew Yeah, and you gotta deal with a lot of drunk assholes, but it's still fun. Yeah, you gotta deal with drunk assholes when you do comedy. That's not my worries. Yeah, you're right. Drunk assholes are everywhere. Like anywhere something's popping, there's gonna be a drunk asshole. Like that's a rule of life. Yeah, it's Did, Texas. You can you can say strapped and have a piece on you in the cart. Jesus and, Christ, bro! Everyone is strapped in Austin. Like, stay strapped. Between I, that makes know? me feel better. I'm not gonna be strapped, but it makes me feel better that everyone else is strapped. So I'm like, I mean, this could be cool if it if it goes down. Yeah, people don't really <laughs> pop off like they do everywhere else because like people are strapped. It's dude, like, we saw no fights that night. We went out, dude. I was surprised if you went out like that in Boston, dude, to that many places. I think you would at least see a yelling match between two dudes. Like. Yeah. 
Well, that's because Boston also is full of the biggest assholes. Like yeah, Boston was a notorious like, street fight city. South, Southie white dudes love talking mad shit when they go out to nice bars. I don't know what it is. Every time I turn, there's a fight. At least one of them is going to be like a five foot eight dude with a scally cap. Yeah, screaming someone's at ripping a fucking uh, button up shirt off of the street. Or they have a hockey jersey on or some shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hockey jerseys, definite signs, and a scally cap. <laughs> I always want to call it a scally wag, but if you, like, if you got a scally cap, yeah, if you got a scally wag and a scally cap, it's some it's something's popping up. A fitted B hat with the stickers on it. Oh my gosh. It's fucking the B hat. And they always have a friend it's that looks the, exactly the one with like the stickers. Them. It's the one with the curved brim that's wearing yeah. it backwards. Oh, the 47 brand hat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Brim, flat brim is more gangsta style. Yeah, if you, if you get the Boston dad hat on, like you're ready to throw it out. Yeah. Boston. I Like someone tried to explain to me, they were like, oh, the like Philly fans are so are worse than Boston. I was like, no, you just happen to be wearing Boston gear in Philadelphia in the middle of the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The difference is that Boston fans are not only like that in downtown Boston, but yeah. down, like that in downtown of any state you live in, Boston <laughs> fans are there doing the same shit like they're in Boston, and that's fucking unbelievable. I wonder if there's like a Boston bar in Austin that we can hang at and talk some shit. Probably. If you go to Colorado, there's more Boston There's bars a Cheers in Austin. Bars. Isn't there a Cheers in Austin? Wasn't someone telling us that? Uh, possibly. I think it might have closed, or uh, I might be thinking of the one yeah. in Boston closed. No, maybe it did close. They, I think they have a Cheers somewhere in Texas, so, or they did. Is it like uh, like fucking Norm kind of Cheers? Yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. Knows their name. Yeah, it's like a ripoff of the rip, and the one in Boston was is like a fake. It's not like a real old bar or anything, and they made it like after the show, I think. So that's like I went to one in Jacksonville, Florida, with my brother, and we almost got shot and killed there. Also. <laughs> Damn, that's the authentic Boston experience. <laughs> well, they had guns, so it was the Florida experience. Especially the authentic like 80s Cat, Boston. They were like ready Cat to Williams fight over a girl, it? so it was the Boston experience, too. Like Cat Williams talks about Jacksonville in the first, like, 20 minutes of that stand-up. Yeah. That's, yeah, fucking... Fighting over a girl is probably one of the silliest things I've ever heard, right? Yeah. You're not really fighting over a girl. It's never like, if a girl likes another guy, you're not going to beat his ass, and then she's going to be like, you know what? You're right. That guy was a bitch. I'm coming back to you. Like that's yeah. not what's going to happen. Or if the if the new guy beats up her boyfriend, she's like, "Well, I guess I'm with this guy now." Yeah, like uh-huh. she's like, "Well, I'm only here." Like that's never happened. Like you've never started a fight with a guy and then his girlfriend left him for you after you beat after you won the fight. Like yeah, that only happens like lions and shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's, not, it's not the fucking jungle. We're not yeah. fighting for me. Yeah, but if that would rule. If that's how it worked though. You, see, you just train MMA every day and you just go out find a hot girl next to a guy and you're just like, this is the one I'm taking down. Yeah, but by the time you start training MMA, there's already motherfuckers that train MMA right yeah. now, and that means you're going like two years no puss. You'd be surprised with the, uh, you know, encouragement, the carrot of pussy dangle in front of me, <laughs> the amount that I will learn. <laughs> I learned guitar. I kind of learned stand-up comedy. Uh, I learned how to eat pussy. Those are the three things, the three hardest things I ever learned how to do so that I could hang out with girls. Yeah, but you're making it seem like, like pussy is such a great motivator that motherfuckers can't bust too soon. Like that shit happens all the time. <laughs> like pussy is a good motivator. But if you had to, if somebody told you you could have sex with a girl, but you're guaranteed to get your fucking ass whooped, like you're gonna get take the beating of your life if you have sex with this girl. You, you're gonna do it, but you're gonna take the beating of your life. Would you still have sex with that girl? 
Because um, not getting your ass whooped is a very big motivator for a lot of things in life. Yeah, you you're right. Get you're beat right. To beat. Yeah. yeah. Getting my ass whooped, get, not getting my ass whooped is a bigger motivator than pussy. You're absolutely right. That like, is, that's my number one motivator, probably. Because <laughs> every situation, if I feel like there's even more than a 1% chance, I may get my ass whooped. Uh, that's my threshold. I'm like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen you in person, Paul. Yeah. We were at a bar. I don't know if you remember this, but you weren't there, Jesse. Where was I? This was um, this was back when comedy was doing thing. Yeah, we oh, went okay. down to Connecticut. This is the like, four times? After, yeah, back in those days, we went down to Connecticut. You know, we did some comedy. We went out with some of the guys, some of the Connecticut guys, and we're hanging out. We're at a bar. Bar's popping. Everything's cool. We're chilling at the bar. Uh, there's some girls next to us. We're chilling. Uh. All of a sudden, like a, like at the uh, probably maybe five, ten feet away from us on the bar, um, there's some guys that break out in a fight. One dude breaks a glass over the other dude's head. Just, he threw it. No, he broke it over his head. Oh, really? Like he broke the fucking. Maybe he threw it, but it and was a piece. Well, a piece time. went by like over my head. It was like a pint. It. it was like a pint glass. Yeah, he broke that over this dude's dead, and then one dude just got rocked. I've seen this dude. He didn't yeah. go down, bro. He took this punch, and I don't know if he, if he wasn't as drunk as he was, if he would have been able to stand, bro. But he got rocked. Yeah. And like the piece of glass flew and one of the guys that we were with, like it hit one of his friends and like cut open his arm and started bleeding and shit. But as soon as all this stuff happened, it all happened at like once. I was like, oh, shit, Paul, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> gone. I, I just go, go okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, that would be me, too. I'm not going to stick around and see what's up. I'm out. And Bro, I casually Paul walked. The, the squad, yeah. I found you guys like outside down the street. Like, nah, we didn't get down like that. Yeah. And I'm like, listen. I I like to watch a fight from a distance. I'm not going to do I'm like, ooh, those motherfuckers look crazy. Ooh, look at those crazy motherfuckers. That is that is a problem because that's how motherfuckers get shot in yeah. like, the side. You just I get the by urge. Screen. Trust me, I get the urge. But something about it, you know what's funny is I never like run either. I just do the most brisk, casual walkout because I don't want anyone to think I have anything to do with the fight. I don't even want to alarm other people that there's a fight so that I can get out before all of them. I just like just immediately turn around, find an exit and just like whoop do do and I just casually like, walk I right think by. I forgot to pay my meter. I gotta get out yeah, of there. One of those walks. Yeah, just right. like out of there. So the threat of an ass whooping is very is very real for a lot of people. So yeah. I think I think threat of I think in terms of like biggest threats it's like getting pussy is high. But not getting your ass whooped is a little bit high. Where do you stand on this, Jesse? I'm not willing to get my ass whooped over some pussy, for sure. <laughs> not one time. I would never get my ass whooped over I've, some pussy. I've never put myself in that position. No, I think it's a very dumb position to be in. Yeah. Because you're only doing it for your ego. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why you're fighting somebody. You're not fighting for the actual pussy. You're fighting for your ego of other people thinking that. But that's about yeah. it. It's, it's, it's very ignorant. I never... Like, even if a girl was, like, wanting me to do something, I'm like, I'm not, no. I'm, mm, uh-uh, yeah, I'm. there are a lot of guys that want to take other people's, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I feel like you don't possess a woman. A woman's not yours, but, like, they want to have sex with unavailable women that are with other guys because that's, like, a power trip for them. They get, like, an ego boost out of that. Yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting thing um, of, like, I don't think I've ever purposely done that. Mm. like i i don't like the concept of the scandalousness of it like of knowing that a girl's with a guy and then being like yeah i'm about to blow this back out but yeah 
have I done it or has it happened before? Most women are unavailable oh. to me, so I get that rush like every time I <laughs> go over a girl. Like I'm, I just assume like almost every single woman would be like, I mean, even if I tried, I probably couldn't. So I get that rush kind of uh, every time mm. I have sex with a girl. I'm like, oh my god, I tricked her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the thing when you first started having sex, right? There was always like one feeling like, oh no, maybe she's gonna like in the middle of this thing, she's gonna be like, wait a second. <laughs> Why am I having sex with this guy? Like, That's yeah. how I feel every time I'm on stage. Like in the middle of the audience, is be like, "Hey, you're not a real comedian." <laughs> get <it off> the <laughs> I feel, I still feel, I do get that feeling for sure. Like when I say a joke, even though this joke's worked like a bunch of times, every time I do a joke that works, I'm still always surprised. Like, huh? These motherfuckers are laughing. Like it's yeah. still like it's I just got one over on you. Somehow. <laughs> I mean, technically you did, but. Yeah. Like that was your game plan. I think I'm just more so surprised because when you first started doing, when I first started doing comedy, I wouldn't know when the laughs would be. I would just say shit and then like hope I got a laugh at some point. Mm. And I think that was like, and then like sometimes you'd say something and then get a laugh and be like, oh, all right, write that down. Yeah, now during sex, I don't know when the orgasms are going to be. I'm surprised every time if she has one. It catches (laughs) me completely off guard. Apparently they catch you. Your own orgasms catch you off. Yeah, my, <laughs> I don't know who's gonna come or when they're gonna come. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that for sure. I, I had an experience. I don't know. It's it's interesting, man. Like, uh, that's it, it, and it changes like from time to time. It's never consistent. Yeah, you know, like one day you're like, I'm, I feel pretty good about this. And another time you're like, Yeah, I feel. Oh shit, that just happened. <laughs> like you don't know. It's is there ever a time when you feel like you got it under control? Like you, you know exactly what's going to happen. If I uh, have to like hook up with a girl for one of the first times and it's like a girl that I really, really want to try to do well because I want her to like do it again with me. Uh, I will try to finagle a situation where I get as close to blackout drunk as possible. <laughs> and then I usually can fucking, you know, do a good like power thrust for a solid, like, couple minutes for that really that used to be my game too like smoke the whole (laughs) blunt to my face take like three shots i would have a girl come over my house and before she showed up i would secretly take like three shots and then brush my teeth so she would know that i was drinking yeah it's uh it is a fucked up thing yeah i'm Uh, (laughs) actually like roofie myself before the girl came over but it also rules and especially you know if it's someone that you're kind of like when i was dating girl for a long time like you know not all the time but when we would go somewhere where i could get pretty drunk i would just get pretty drunk and then she would drive us home and then we would just yeah (laughs) fucking like we're dating now i don't have any tricks so like i don't know what to do i have to like yeah prepare myself yeah, you gotta start doing that. Uh, you gotta start doing the the what's his face? The, the Wim Hof breathing. Wim Hof breathing. Wim Hof, what's baby. His what's his name? Um, the fucking tantric sex guy that enters himself. Oh, Sting. Sting. Yeah, Sting. I, for some reason, I wanted yeah. to say Seal. I, I'm like, that's not it. But yeah, you gotta start. You gotta practice the, the Sting. You know what it is, man. <laughs> I think like Sting's a, had so much pussy that he can just do that now. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just practice, like, or just have a lot of sex with the same girl. It just comes back naturally. Yeah, the first few times, it's like, I don't know when or where it's going to happen. Uh, but once my dick gets acclimated to the situation, <laughs> yeah. my dick fine. gets acclimated to You the can place. take the coat off. And you can kinda, like, yeah. You the can coat. wear shorts in the winter. That's yeah. a good thing, you know, wear the coat. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's uh, I I mean that's why I've never not like I've I probably had sex without a condom like less than ten times because I just need all the help I can get in that department. So I'm just like, word, this is fine. I always used to wear condoms because my dad has seven kids. I'm like, the sperm is potent. You know, we're just yeah. dropping this stuff. Yeah. You go nine yeah. months, drop yeah. it, you know? But then like, I remember the first time I I shot the club up, so to speak, you know, I just, <laughs> yeah, no, dude. It and it changes uh. your life at first. You're like, no, this is why my dad has seven kids. It all makes sense now. Like you're yeah. just, but, dude, the yeah. first time I shot the club up uh, was uh, when it had to be a while ago definitely before i met you guys but i went to electric haze to meet this girl off of tinder i was probably like 23 22 or 21 i don't think i'd ever shot the club up before and uh <laughs> she was kind of like a she was taller than me and, Ooh, that's, and a, that's a bold move that's a gangster move i like it and she was kind of like uh punkish and like shaved head and then i went to electric haze and like i don't know we ended up talking a lot and i just got way too drunk and I went back to her place and then she fucking just like, like threw me down, just got on top of me, did the damn thing. And I, and I didn't, I like, I don't think I've even had sex with a condom. So I'm like, are you sure? Is this okay? And she's like, it's fine. It's fine. And then she fucking, I'm telling her that, you know, that I'm about to fucking come in the club and fucking <laughs> and shoot it walk up. Walk around the club. I'm about to walk around the club. <laughs> and uh, she just doesn't do anything. And then she just fucking, you know lets it all happen and then i had so much anxiety the next day because i was like i was so drunk i was like what if she's just a crazy person that just like forced me to have a baby with her or something like that but yeah. i ended up being all good and yeah. uh i just remember like while it was happening being like oh this is why people do this <laughs> it, it changes your brain chemistry uh you yeah. become a, a, you're reborn after that moment yeah I don't even think I make sounds during sex, but that's how I'm making sounds. And she didn't, oh, ha, yeah. you sound like you're in church and shit. Hallelujah. Ha. I'm yeah. ha. Like you're that porno dude with the ski mask. Especially where ha. she was like a, yeah. she was like a bigger girl on top of me. So I like literally just couldn't go anywhere. I was just like, she just fucking like, so I was just like, oh God. I was like scared kind of. I was like, this is too much. This is too much power. I'm too close to the sun right now. Oh yeah. Well, see, that's the thing, because I remember, like, the girl that did it, we used to kind of have a thing, and then, like, one time, she was, like, we were kind of, like, partying and stuff, she's like, well, what do you want to do? She's like, yeah, you can do it. I'm on my whatever, birth control, whatever, it's cool. I was like, what? All right, I mean, I'll see what the deal, I'll see what the deal is. <laughs> I'll try it. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll do it. And then after that, I was okay. like, I was like, this is why people do shit like fake ripping condoms and shit. Like, at yeah. this point, it's like, it's, like, addictive, you know? You're like, what? It would yeah. be nice. It would be nice. I would, I'll do it. I'll pay for it. Whatever. If I were a long-term partner, I would like to maybe get into shooting the club up on a regular basis. I, but I'm I'm definitely too anxious of a person to be like doing the type of like having sex with some you know different people like and then doing that to multiple people. That seems like a problem. <laughs> it seems like you're getting in trouble real That's quick. That's not a good practice. But if you're with someone long term, at least even if you do shoot the club up and then she doesn't want to get rid of it, at least you're like, well, at least I like this person so that's a start <laughs> yeah my but, first girlfriend was on birth control and she was like just go for it because uh, she was into it too and then she would read like studies online that like uh come gives you like some sort of like euphoria or like a high okay afterwards because like i don't know your body's like trying to like process it i guess uh so she she was into that so i don't know 
I buy it. You uh, know? Do we have any of that literature? I think we should spread that out. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she could start a program or something. She could be take a that down to Zilker Park and like hand it out to <laughs> random base. Yeah. yeah, she could be like a new shoot the club up messiah or whatever. You know, just like yeah. hey, shoot the club up, allow it to happen, and I am all for it. She's just chasing my dragon every time. Yeah, I I found that with. Speaking of chasing the dragon, I was thinking about that. Uh, have y'all seen that movie? Um. The uh, the King of Staten Island, the Pete Davidson movie. No, I want to see it really bad, but it was expensive last time I looked. Oh no, yeah, it's on HBO Max. Um, oh really? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I watched it the other day, but there's a scene in there when they're talking about how like they're just smoking weed and they're just like, "Do you guys even get high anymore?" Like, <laughs> Not really. And I'm like, I think about that with weed a lot. I'm like. I smoke weed all the time, but sometimes I'm like, well, not as much as I used to for sure. I'm like, I definitely feel like there's a lot of chasing the dragon happening with that at this stage in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Since I was like 14, I was like trying to like chase these, like I would get so blasted when I was a young teenager. Yeah. I took a break for a month and it really is so much better now because I'm, I might smoke if I'm going hard on a few day period, I might smoke once a day, Mm -hmm. but I used to smoke like once every three hours so now if like i can go i usually sometimes i go a couple of days without smoking and it's way better that way because it's just like yeah. you only really do when you're like chilling watching a movie i like to like get food and then get it like on my desk or my bed while i'm watching something and then smoke and then start it and then just eat while that while i'm watching it that is like the my favorite thing about weed that was my ritual back in the day when i smoked dabs I would like oh, order, order a bunch of food, hit the dab rig, like throw something on Netflix, and like that—that's chasing the dragon every time. Like that's like a heroin high. Yeah, I barely smoke. I just watch Aqua Teen Hunger Force. They're like eleven minutes each, so I'll just yeah. hit one, watch an episode, hit hit it once, watch an episode. So I'm just a little bit high watching Aqua Teen. I'm just like, this show fucking rules. This is the best show ever. So many blunts to Aqua Teen back in like 2005. The first couple of seasons, I, I I like this is the funniest cartoon. The first, ever seen yeah, the first head. three seasons are like peak. It's like The Simpsons is the only thing I can even fuck with, remotely fuck with it at this point. Maybe Futurama, but I'm like, Simpsons, like South Park, I, I guess, but. Yeah, Simpsons, like seasons three through nine are impeccable. Well, like Aqua Teen, it's 11 minutes and it never, ever even remotely takes itself seriously or tries to like preach at you, which like obviously Simpsons, South Park, they do that, but it's funny. But I kind of like how Aqua Teen is completely like eric andre level just like no we're just chaos like it's just like whatever we think is funny we're just gonna put it here you know what i mean Dang, you guys were smoking weed back in 2005 i was such a late bloomer to the weed game i was actually kind of i don't think i smoked weed till like 2008 or 9 now i'm thinking about it i've been just smoking weed since like oh one <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. like that, that just made me feel old as fuck that's like 20 years now well, that, I mean, way back in '94. <laughs> yeah. You were from 01 to 2018, right? That was your time period. RIP. Uh, January 2019, I, I stopped. Oh, really? 2021. Yeah. That's been two years. Fuck, two years, bro. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. I think I've been smoking weed since 2009 or 2010. It was real close to that borderline. It was like November of 2009, so almost 2000. Were you in college or high school? I was in college. Were you scared of the weeds before? No, it was never I was scared of it. It's just because I used to play sports up until that point. Like I was always on a sports team and I just always thought it would make me worse at sports. So I just never smoked. Like I didn't care. I was never against it. Some of my friends that even played on the same teams with me used to get high all the time. Like I, I'm pretty sure I may have caught a contact once my friends hotboxed a car one time. Yeah. I, I was around weed all the time. I just never smoked until 
I got to college, and after my freshman year, like, I stopped playing sports. I stopped running on the track team after that year. And then, like, I had all this time, and I just hated everybody. I was just mad at the world, man. I'm like, what the fuck is up? Because when you go to college, like, when you're broke and you grow up in an environment where everyone else around you is broke, too, and all your boys are, like, your friends, and they're always you guys look out for each other, you don't realize that, like, you're fucking broke, right? Like, you don't realize that you're fucking where you're from, people consider the hood. I didn't think it was the hood. But when I get to college, and you just got a bunch of, like, you just start seeing different levels of people, you know? Like, there's there's levels to this game. Like, one of the kids, he was, like, the heir to the, like, Anheuser-Busch. You know, like, the beer company Anheuser-Busch? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his, like, hey, that's his family. His, he's, like, the heir to that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, there's levels to this stuff, you know? And it's like, you're sitting there, like, struggling like getting trying to figure out how you're gonna get a job and pay your rent while you go to school and then you got all these kids that are like nah mommy and daddy got this unlock i'm not even tripping and that shit fucked with me heavy man i hated everybody I'm like well let me start smoking some fucking weed the first couple times i smoked i never got high like the first like five times i smoked i never got high you're smoking sticks and stems and the the bush air's got that like seedless weed oh no no this was colorado bro we were smoking primo from the jump yeah, like, true. <laughs> I never, I never, like, this was Colorado in 2010. Like, the fire was, the fuego was already had. Yeah, done you heard my that. joke about mid grade weed. You had to Google it <laughs> to find out what the hell that is. Uh, I didn't know what mid grade weed was until I went to, like, until I started working on ships and traveling. And then we'd go to other countries and try to get weed. Oh, yeah. And I'd be like, what the fuck is this? They're like, this mid grade weed, dog. Oh, well, oh. They, probably, they probably had that merch. <laughs> yeah, bro. I definitely smoked some merch. I smoked some real doo-doo in some countries. Yeah, back in 01, I was smoking brown weed. I'm like one of the last generations to get some oh, shitty dirt weed. Smoking like a brick weed, but finding weed that came in brick form? Yeah, it was like flat and compressed. You had to like snap it in half. Yeah, it still had six and stems and seeds in it. and oh. Yeah, yeah, you'd pop a seed. It would blow the whole bowl pack out of the pipe. Yeah. <laughs> I was cr- I didn't even know that was until I was a grown person. I'm like, blood would explode like uh, Elmer Fudd's rifle. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at the dispensary today. Actually, I drove in the parking lot because I was thinking about ordering something, going in and getting it. I've never done it. I've never bought weed from a recreational dispensary. I Dude, went my Mumble ex- sending me uh, audio dispensary. messages instead of text messages. She's recording her voice. Who's doing this? This girl on Mumble. Oh, yeah. I hooked up with a girl back in like July and she was sending me voice messages. I was like, this girl is going to be out of her fucking mind. And I was, yeah. Was she? That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hot, though, because like a, a woman's voice, you know, it's now there's like, oh, yeah, most people she's... don't like the sound of their own voice. And she's like, oh, I don't know. Maybe she's just too lazy to text. Dude, but they're like nine second message. I don't get it. Also, she's 36. Yeah. Uh, uh so she's completely shameless but and it says looking for uh don't know yet so what i did on bumble premium is i just set you can have uh, filters so i just clicked uh something casual so all mm-hmm. they're only showing people who are something casual and then i swiped right like you know in the 50 mile radius until i ran out of those yeah and i added don't know yet to my filters so i'm only seeing you on bumble if you have don't know yet or something casual checked off on your box because um, it's not that I don't even want a relationship. It's just that I, it's right now I would feel bad because I know that I wouldn't be able to like <laughs> at all commit to one. 
Yeah. Uh, so it's, but it is funny. It's like, so the people I match with are just like a certain type of person usually because a yeah. certain type of person has something casual on their profile. <laughs> So, I mean, kind of your thing, Jesse, you said like straight up off the bat, you're like, listen, I got two months. Let's get it in. Like, what, what Yeah, and this girl was like, I don't have to commit to anything. I am down for this. Yeah, I, I mean, like, Hell yeah, dude. that's pretty cool. Well, when, yeah. when we were in Austin, I had my bio like, hey, I'm only here until like January 10th. And girls would be like, oh, so you're not looking for anything serious? I'm like, no, I'm leaving in five days. Yeah, it's like not my fault. I just don't. Yeah. Know it and they're like, I don't think I'm the girl for you. I'm like cool okay. that's why i put it in my bio yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> right that's the thing i mean like, you didn't read the bio did you yeah it's like bitches be like guys don't read bios and then they're like i don't read bios yeah like, it's no, like you I didn't read, read the first line of my profile it says in austin until january 10th i mean unless you're the dopest if you're the dopest woman ever and you can within 10 days convince me that you're the dopest woman ever then okay i guess you have a chance but i yeah. let me let's be honest that that's we could have a long distance you. relationship for three months until I come back to Austin. Let's be honest, that's probably not you. I actually matched with a girl on Tinder on the way out of uh, Austin. And, uh, you know, I was really upset that I could hang out there because I found her to be uh, very captivating. And uh, I just texted her and I was like, I'm going to be back in April and we're going to go on a date. And so I've just been texting her every so often now. And it's weird because it's still a long time away. But, and it's like, I don't want to text her too much because that's going to ruin the... So just every three or four days, you know, you, ch- you check in. And uh, it'll be funny if I can drag it all the way out to, to going on a date with her in April. As soon as, as soon as we land, she, like, picks you up. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Um, it's funny. I still keep getting matches from Austin, and I'm just, I don't even respond to them. Yeah, been, I haven't man, yet. Ever since we got back, it's like it's hard for me to now focus on anything happening here because I know it's all so fleeting. Mm-hmm. Have you felt yeah. like that? Like everything you're doing, like I'm gonna be gone. I'm moving in like two months. I've also been that way with girls for the last couple of months, anyway, uh, or maybe for longer than that. I, I haven't really. I, I just can't put that much effort forth. I just like don't really feel it. So I'm pretty much only like fucking with. You know, once you have like one person you're fucking with, then it's kind of like, oh, this is kind of enough for me right now. You know what I mean? Every like once every couple of weeks or once every two weeks is kind of fine for me right now. I'm not that worried about it. <laughs> yeah, like I tell myself I want to be like a playboy and juggle like three or four women at a time. And then like once you find one consistent girl, you're like, this is very nice. Especially one that also doesn't want to like date you. That's just yeah. that's on sort of the same wavelength. It's just yeah. like, cool. Well, have you tried juggling three or four girls? so oh, much yeah. fucking effort it takes, uh, it's so much work i've maybe had like one or two at a time that's like happened like a couple times in my life yeah it's just too much but uh, yeah i mean like even like i had at some point there was a time when i was probably had like two girls that i was like kind of having a thing with probably like a year ago or whatever and like and it wasn't like none of them were like serious or were even we were like where i had to hide anything from whatever person mm. like it wasn't even any one of those situations but just the work entailed to just like keep on a good level with both of them was so much effort i'm like why would somebody want to do this like who would want to be like yo i got seven bitches like nah like that i'm like dude <laughs> Like that, you need a, you need Jesus. Like you yeah. need a something. hobby. You need a that's, hobby. Yeah, that is your hobby. That's a full time. job. That's your hobby. That's the only thing you have time for in that situation. Like you don't have time to get go fucking, like even 
trying to do that and do stand-up comedy yeah. just two girls in stand-up comedy unless I you're was, like such a desirable dude that they're always chasing you at all times and then you can just like get to them whenever but like i don't think any of us are in that situation no but that's the game plan is that's what yeah 2021 that's what i'm gonna be 2021 Austin, desirable. that's the game plan i'm getting <laughs> shredded in austin dude and i'm just i'm changing my whole personality i'm just gonna show up and pretend like my whole last 28 years did not happen <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, you can't honestly, because that's the thing I've learned. You can't chase pussy. You just can't. If you chase pussy, you will never catch it, and you will always find you spend your time and money chasing it. But yeah, you have to lure it in and then trap it. Yeah, what is it? You lose a lot of money chasing women. You'll never lose women chasing money. Yeah, that's true, dog. One of yeah. those like pimp phrases. Damn, bro. Pimps, bro. Pimps knew, pimps knew the game. I was, big uh, facts. Big fucks. <laughs> Yeah, I was uh, I was reading. Uh, y'all ever read the book Forty Eight Laws of Power? No, that's like some like that's like a street bible, isn't it? Uh, I think that and like the Art of War with Sun Tzu, but like yeah. the Forty Eight Laws of Power, it has like principles for like life oh, and dude, stuff kind on. of thing. What's up? You got some hoes coming through or what? I think I don't know. He's door dashing a coffee right now. Yeah, we we lost Paul Cyphers. Yeah, but like I was reading this book and like uh, it talks about like um, like there is an art to maintaining like desirability. And I used to think it was like among like women, like I used to think you just had to be good looking. Like that was the only thing. But like good looks have nothing to do with anything. That's just what guys with no game tell themselves to make themselves feel better about the fact that they're assholes or they don't know how to express and get what they want. Yeah. Like, I used to think it's like, oh, I'm not tall enough. I don't have enough money. I'm not good looking enough. I'm like, no, I'm perfectly tall enough. I have, a, just, I have enough money. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. good looking enough. It's not any of those things that stop you from being that. It's just understanding, one, who you are, understanding what you're trying to get, and then finding a way to communicate that in an honest way. Like, it's a weird it's a weird thing, but you also have to not be lame. That's a big thing about it. You can't yeah, that lame. book, The Game, was basically a bunch of dweebs learned how to be interesting to women. Yeah. That was like the whole secret. They just learned how to like hold a conversation and like talk about something interesting and like make the girl feel good. That, that and like if you're going to like talk to women, like you have to have like an air of mysteriousness about you. A lot of dudes do the thing where they throw the game away right away off the bat and just, you're so hot, I love you, marry me kind of thing. Like, and yeah. it's fucking lame. Like, it's just a lame plan. Girls are just like, oh, gosh, another one of these guys? Yeah. Loser. Like, straight up. And, like, that's that was the mistake. Like, um, you ever seen Hitch? Yeah, I have. Uh, well, I don't know why I ever asked Jesse if he's ever seen any movie. Jesse acts like he doesn't know what movies are. Like, he's never seen a single <laughs> I'm a, that's a That's a Will Smith dating uh, movie. Yeah, with Kevin James, bro. Don't fucking yeah. disrespect Kevin James. He's I would fucking... never disrespect KJ. Like Kevin, that. Dude, KJ James had a Comedy Central like special that was fucking it's off one of the, the greatest charts. of all time. The fucking water skiing bit. It's incredible. It's really good. It's is it incredible. Is it an older one? It's old as shit. And it's yeah. fucking, it's really good. And I, anyone <laughs> that talks shit on it. What's it's a, com- what is it called? Uh, Don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah, dude. And it's unironically I like, like I wanted to not like it. And then I was like, you know what? I liked most of this. It's I'm a like, really good special. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin James. I never even think of him as a stand up, but he probably he started out as a stand up. Yeah. He started as a stand up. I think he and Rogan like go way back as like stand ups together. Is he a Boston guy? No, I think they met in Los Angeles. 
And he's the king of Queens, baby. I don't know where he's actually in Los from, Angeles. I, <laughs> uh, man, have you ever been to Queens? I might have driven through it. I don't know. I no, think I'm so. I've been to the Bronx. Does that count? Yeah, I think I've driven by like Flushing, Queens. <laughs> I don't really know where the boroughs are. I asked him if he, I said he's been to Queens. He said I've been to the Bronx. Does that count? I don't know where they are. <laughs> I don't know where the shit is in relationship. Have you ever been to Minnesota? I've been to Missouri. No, it's I don't know if the shit is in relation to each other. I don't know if the Bronx is next to Queens or some shit. No, they are. All the boroughs are close enough together, which is yeah. yeah the Queen Queens is cool. I always like. I was like, huh. But seeing that show with Kevin James, I'm like, this is a very different place than that TV show portrayed. Yeah, Kevin James was full of well, shit. He, he was the king of Queens, so he was in the nicest part. Did he like live in the suburbs? There's yeah, not really suburbs in Queens. It's not like really not at all. I mean, I, I figured there was a nice part. He is, had like a house, I think. Yeah, you can get houses. They're usually just brownstones attached to each other. The thing about New York City and the boroughs and stuff, they're not like suburbs in like mass where people got like yards and shit. Like you have a suburb of like brownstone houses attached to each other. Paul, is that your house with a lot of background chatter? Yeah, it is. I didn't is know you, if you guys are picking up on it or not. Is your mic plugged in? Yeah. Oh, is it picking up off the mic? I guess so. I, I didn't think it was picking up. Is, is your door open? No, dude. It's just the whole. <laughs> it's just the whole thing happening right now. All oh, of a sudden, you, are there some hoes at the crib or what? Did you get some? Are you doing that thing? It's all good. We, we're gonna do another like ten minutes, so we'll wrap up. There's absolutely no hoes at the crib. It's all non-hoes. Most people way? don't listen this far into the podcast anyway, but. Uh, Here's We've given out secret code words at the end of the podcast. Like, if you like DM us this word, we'll Venmo you five dollars. No one has ever done that. Not, not one time I've ever gotten a DM. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Serious. That, that's a good idea. I really would do it too. <laughs> I would seriously the first person to DM me about it, but like I don't know. Now it's too late. All right, I turn suppress on. Maybe Unless we do another works. one at the end of this episode. Yeah, we can throw one in there. We'll see how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be down to maybe do another one. I just got weed delivered to me. So that's sort of like there's a whole um, a camaraderie going on with the person who delivered weed to me outside right now. All right. DM uh, one of us the word delivery. And we'll, the first person to do that will Venmo you $5. I'll deliver you $5. Yeah. Yo. Code word delivery. We're going to be the lords of Dogtown in Austin. That's That's the game plan. <laughs> yeah, that's that my mean? whole my whole look right now is Lords of Dogtown. Of, yeah, much, you're a Z boy. Yeah, we're pretty guy. much we're pretty much the Lords of Dogtown right now. Yeah. <laughs> Beanie game strong, dude. We're pretty much in this shit. Dude, I'm gonna yeah. ride my penny board all over that city. I gotta trim this stash, dude. It's bro, too long now. All summer, I'm paddleboarding all day, all summer. Bro. Oh yeah, I gotta get an inflatable paddleboard for sure. Or you can like rent them until you get them. They're kind of expensive, but yeah. But yeah, paddleboarding is happening, bro. Heavy paddleboarding, heavy paddleboarding is happening. I need a roof rack for the mini. Oh, new whip, whip, whip. Ah, ah. You getting ah. a new whip? Yeah, I'm gonna have to because I my car. Gonna get that not... forerunner. Yeah, I want to get an older one. I want to get an SUV or some some just that I can put. Like, I could carry shit in, you know? Like, I can get a fucking roof rack in. I could do whatever. Mm. So, yeah, that's going to happen. I'm trying to get a new whip. And it's funny because the guy, I know this guy who does, like, a, he takes, like, cars that are, like, fucked up. Not, like, super fucked up, but, like, they don't have anything wrong with them. And if they have to be, like, rebuilt or whatever. 
and he rebuilds them so you can get like super good cars, like new brand, like years, low mileage for like super cheap. Mm. And so, and then my boy was telling him about him because he got his car and it's like a 2016 with like 30,000 miles on it and he got it for nine grand. It's like a Honda CRV or some shit. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, that's not a bad deal at all. So then he's like, yeah, he lives in Texas. I was like, what? <laughs> Is this a sign? It's El Signia. But... I might get a motorcycle or an e-bike. Would you really? Maybe. I want to get, if I ever got a motorcycle, to be an old kind. It wouldn't be uh, like no, a fucking I would definitely like, get a, It'd be like a I would get a fucking, uh, the, I would maybe either get a, like a travel, what do they call them? Like a traveler bike or whatever. The, like the. The ones with like the big like saddlebags on the no, side? No, no. Like the ones that you could ride. Like, do you remember that movie, The Motorcycle Diaries or whatever? The guy rode a motorcycle across fucking. Well, I'm too straight to remember that movie. Uh, there's like a certain motorcycle type of uh, that you can ride cross country because it's like light and small. Yeah. So I'd either get that or I would get a, a, a straight up like uh, pocket, like rocket, whatever it is, those fucking street bikes. Those yeah. Fucking... Oh, see, yeah, those are motorcycle diary kind of bikes. That's the old school type of bike I'm, I'm talking about getting, like one of yeah. those old things. Yeah. Oh, oh did you Google it? Or you, did yeah, you I just Googled it. it. Yeah, that's, that's exactly the, the style of bike I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm yeah, glad I got it right because I was like, is that even what that movie is? Is, is, that, is that movie actually about a motorcycle? Because I was trying to think like, I forgot. <laughs> like, you think about the basketball diaries or you just start doing heroin? <laughs> Why is every movie about a diary, not even about what it's about, just about drugs? Do you know that the motorcycle diaries is about Che Guevara riding his motorcycle across fucking the country? What about the princess diaries? I'm going to model my life after that. I'm gonna model my diary, my movie off of Anne the, Frank's uh, diary. Diaries. Oh no, Anne Frank's diary already been there, done that. <laughs> oh, over it. Basketball diaries. I'm gonna get addicted to heroin. I'm gonna start keeping a diary. I was doing that for a while last year. I've fallen off of all of my like positive habits. I haven't been like journaling or meditating or working out or eating healthy. Uh, I'm gonna make my diary like a like a girls from high school's diary where i'm just gonna write like hearts and like, and be like yeah. oh my god josh looks so cute today <laughs> it's just all your crushes yeah <laughs> and i write my name like mr paul and then change my last name to their is last he gonna name. have like a heart-shaped lock on the outside of it yeah yeah i'm gonna make an old a little fuzzy to- pen with a little pink little <laughs> yeah. and i'm like i love there. kamala harris so much <laughs> she's my vice president <laughs> <laughs> Bro, don't talk shit about Kamala because she's going to be president in shortly here because Joe Biden's not going to make it, dog. Yeah, he's going to catch coronavirus. I will like say that week. based on my extensive political knowledge, because I pay very, very close attention and I know everything, I would prefer Kamala to Biden. Just simply because. Oh, Bi- Kamala. She's on some bullshit herself, man. I don't know anything about it. I just don't like looking at Joe Biden. I don't really mind looking at Kamala. I'm telling you, first of all, Joe Biden's not going to make four years of this presidency. I'm if we better, I'll put a bet right now that before the ascent of this president, that Joe Biden will not. All right, let's do a podcast bet. What's the bet? Kamala Harris will be president at some point because Joe Biden won't make it. Four years. Four years. At some point, put a put a time frame on it. In four years, he's not going to make. Joe Biden's not going to make this turn. He's not. What what do you What do you have to do if you lose? What do I have to do if I or lose? What, what does a loser have to do? I'll take your bet. <laughs> All right. What, what's a good bet? Um, money? Buy the other Some, one dinner? Something, pod, something podcast worthy. Um, oh, um, something in Austin. 
Oh, we, what well, we have to bring the other one indoor skydiving in Austin. <laughs> Dark. Yeah. Dark. Indoor skydiving bed. Indoor, yeah. indoor skydiving bed. So yeah. here's the thing. First of all, Kamala, <laughs> when she was DA of California, she was doing fucked up shit. Like letting like police officers, they shot black people, like get off and shit. She was fucking. Yeah, so, like, I feel like, you on that. Like all these black people would be like fault, like convinced, con- like uh, convicted of stuff and there'd be like no DNA evidence and like of instead of like their appeal of requesting DNA evidence, like be admitted in the court, she'd be like, nah, nigga, stay in jail. Kamala was doing all this fucked up shit. And then all of a sudden the democratic ticket makes her the VP and they're like, no, she's progressive. No, she's not. That bitch is fucking crazy. Yeah. I don't pay very close attention, but yeah, I'm not a big fan of what I have seen. So that's the thing that's crazy about this whole thing is that like, Ever liberals want to act like they just got their their people in office. Like, yeah, we did it. Nah, bitch, Joe Biden isn't your fucking people. That dude isn't even progressive. It's the he's illusion moderate. of choice. He's yeah, he's moderate at yeah. best. Yeah. Like y'all, y'all literally put some moderates in there. And now you're celebrating like you won. Y'all did not do anything. Yeah. Well, but lie to yourselves. Keep telling yourselves you fucking did it. Pat yourselves on the back, people. That's why we're moving to Austin, baby, where the minimum wage is fucking eight dollars <laughs> and where fucking the gays are not allowed. Listen, at there's least a lot of gays in Austin. There were well, gays you just Texas. can't. They just can't leave Austin. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of like an Israel-Palestine situation. Like, all yeah. right, we won't shoot you if you stay over there. Yeah, we what definitely met some gays, and they definitely. Well, we met that oh, one guy who God. tried to suck our dick in the club. We should talk about that on the Patreon. That's, That's a, a Patreon, Patreon exclusive. <laughs> yeah, Patreon we'll tease exclusive. that. We'll tease that. If you want to hear about a guy straight up trying to suck each one of our dicks multiple times in the same night, like, and oh, I hit up the Patreon. Or, or the experience at the after-hour bars till 5 a.m. that I'm pretty sure is illegal. Yeah, we haven't talked about any, like, part of being in Austin except for eating tacos. So if you want the real story, uh, yeah. patreon.com slash lonelymans. Hell yeah. yeah that's that's going to be real. All right, do we want to end this one and then either do another one or just chat for a bit? Uh, Yeah, we can wrap this one up. Word up. Has it been an hour? It's been 57 minutes and 38 seconds. Look at me, dude. I time it perfectly. A word up. Yeah. I, I don't know why, Paul, but you got that song stuck in my head. It's terrible. Like, every once in a while, just be, it's the code word. And I'll just be in a re- It's every time I'm in a retail store for some reason because just looking at clothes makes me think of that song because it's just... Yeah. It's my like fashion song that I would like walk out. Is a good, I think the video is them like in like like a photo shoot like yeah. setting. It's a total fashion song. Like, I don't yeah, even know the full cameo. song. I just know that lyric. A word up. I know this just the Steve as much as Steve Carell sings. I shout got out to Larry Blackman. <laughs> shout out to Steve Carell. That's the other way I know that song. You're yeah, backboard like, is from. And it was you in Austin Powers. It was in Austin Powers as well. What's funny is like I watched that I saw that movie on the other day, like um, the forty-year-old virgin, and I was like, I remember when this movie came out it's and very I watched old. it in theaters, and I'm like, this movie's old as shit. Yeah, I'm very like, old. Fuck, I am old as shit. Like that's still is, very like, funny. It's so fucking. I think funny. that's 05, back when I was smoking blunts and watching Aqua Teen Hunger Force. It's wow. so fucking funny. A lot of blunts were smoked back in the day. Yes. Are, blunt, are blunts still in? Apparently, people still smoke blunts. I didn't. If know I could roll them, I would smoke them. In Corona times, I'm not hitting a blunt. You fucking lick all over that shit. I kind of wanted to get. I, I can't like really roll good joints or blunts. And I was looking at the dispensary down the street because you can get pre rolls and they are expensive. My brother gave me one, and they're fucking. They're they smoke way good. They're just tight. I could see myself if I get found cheap enough deal. Yeah, they like jam pack like a whole like gram yeah, of they, weed. They, they ground it. They ground the weed instead of like you know whatever. So. Or mm. you could just like buy some weed and some papers and just learn how to roll. 
Yeah, but it's, uh, dude, my or, dexterity uh, is terrible. Raw <laughs> makes the pre-rolled cones, and then you just like pack it in yourself. I did that for a long time. Yeah, the pre-rolled cones are probably the play for me. Yeah. That's so funny how we all have different like perspectives on this one thing. Like they're just like I did the pre-rolled thing. Paul's like I just never did it. Yeah. Um, like, I, bought, <laughs> like, I used to just buy a bunch of weed all the time, and I was like, well, why can't I fucking roll? So I just took a pack of papers one day and I just rolled a bunch of J's. And at first they were garbage, but after a while, I was like, oh no. I can roll some pretty fucking money joints. Okay, cool. I got to Maybe I'll work on it. That's my 2021 resolution. Move to Austin. Learn how to roll joints, baby. Hell yeah. Man, well, now you're becoming a real person now. You're going to be outside in the streets. There's going to be sunshine. and. Dude, you know who I look food? just like from the Comedy Store doc? Fucking Bruce Baum. Do you know this oh, guy? Oh, yeah, you do look like Bruce Baum. <laughs> Bruce Baum? I watched that I, I look, I look exactly like this motherfucker, Is dude. that the guy that had, like, poured the milk all over himself? I, I did. He's a crazy dude. He's got, bomb? he's got a picture of him in a diaper. Yeah. B-A-U-M. Oh, bomb. He's bomb. Jewish. Why didn't you say that? <laughs> Apple bomb. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, this is what you're going to look like when you're old. Yes. I know. And it kind of rules. Like, I can't wait to look like this. Dude. Can, this right now, exactly you kind of look like Sandy Danto. Sandy. Oh, right, I saw a couple people. I, saw, I thought I kind of looked like Freddie Prince in some of the fucking shots as well. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck yeah, bro! I'm gonna get my, I'm gonna be on my Freddie Prince shit when we move out there." You're more, you're more Chico than the man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you were gonna be Freddie Prince, you should already be dead by now. Yeah, I mean, I've been close. That's, that's a real Freddie Prince move on you, dude. Yeah. Didn't that make you feel like a piece of shit? Where, like he blew up at 19 and killed himself at the height of his fame, like two years later. Yeah, kind of. But then I was like, "Yeah, that's probably if I got into comedy and somehow found success at 19, I probably would have done the exact same thing." So maybe it's good that I had to be. I think like if we, I think if any of us ever get any measure of success, it'll be good that we had to spend like a decade being normal ass people because I think yeah. it'll just make us appreciate it that much more. And like, uh, that's what I tell myself because, dude, I was a fucking mess at 23, 24. If people, if people were feeding into my ego at that time, it would have been over, dude. I would have been fucking yeah, you're, you're like a cocaine psychosis. Yeah, I feel like now, even if I blew up, I don't. Th- I don't think my ego would allow me to get too fucking out of control. I think I would always yeah. be somewhat humbled by doing ten years of pest control. You know what I mean? I'd be like, well, that shit is very real. Yeah. All right, let's All humbly right. end this podcast. You're right, right, man, for sure. I'm just saying. At 19, I probably partied way harder. I, I would have. I would have definitely partied my fucking face off. Like, yeah. I would have been. Probably a drug addict. I don't know if I would have been a drug addict, but I would have gotten a lot of alcohol-related troubles because I already did and I was broke. Now, imagine being rich and famous. You'd have yeah. uh, affluenza. I suffer from that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, let's do, let's do a pose for the podcast. All right. I'm going to rep my beanie gang. <laughs> All right, three, two, one. All right. Lonely man, right. we out. And we out.